Hello everyone and welcome to the Power 9 Podcast. My name is Mick, I'm one of your hosts alongside the Spellboy, Nuno Cunha. Hello everyone. Yeah, today we have two Nunos in the same yes. vicinity. We are Finally, not the same yeah, person. This is not the same person and he's not trying to impersonate his voice. Because on today's show is our commander specialist, the missing combo piece, Nuno Sa. This is gonna blow up. Yeah, yeah sound, they have not touched. I I guarantee everyone they have not touched each other, and that's why the Earth is still standing. Yeah, because if we, like we were it's like the, yeah, it's like dark matter, well, anti matter, anti matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We annihilate each other. It's like there'll be this humongous explosion, and we will. Yeah, all everything gets sacrificed. Annihilator. Yeah. Uh, that's win, all. Right? All is dust. Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> all is dust. <laughs> Also on our show, we have a very special guest, uh, and I think uh, hopefully you'll be here next week. Is the Sotari emissary, uh, Ines Branco? Hi right? everyone. Why? Because it's white, and you're an ambassador. Get it? That's uh, fine. Come on, uh, it's good. It's, okay. It's Drum good. roll, please. Uh, next week I'll have Sotari a emissary. Is a, Sotari, yeah, it's Sotari a good emissary, reference. Yeah. A good reference. It's a it's a old school, and Branco is in your name. So, but that's not your name, is it? It is her last name. Yeah, exactly. So, I thought it was your middle name, though. Like, no, it's the very, very last name. The very, very last name out of what? Well, she has like, yeah, she has like a lot of surnames, just like me. Six, seven, eight names. Around about three hundred twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah. My traditions are a bit cheap. She has as many surnames as you have commander decks. Oh man, yeah, three hundred and forty-seven point eight point nine. Sorry. Yeah. Correct. Uh, okay, so today, uh, today's episode, I hopefully will be quite interesting. There's not a lot of news, but before we get into that, um, if you're listening and you did not know, welcome to the Power Nine Podcast. Uh, every week, me and Nuno come together and sit at this table and we talk about uh, the cards that matter so much to us in a little game called Magic: The Gathering. Uh, not sure if you heard it, but yeah, it's. I think it's a popular game. I don't know. You guys heard like it on I the said, I only play it for the pretty pictures. Oh man. It's yeah. how you win though. Yeah. Like you, you have yep. you draw seven at the beginning of the game, like if you don't like the pictures you mulligan. And then you, and then you settle on like the best combination of pictures, you just throw them at the table and whoever has the prettiest ones wins. Whoever's got the best artists, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yes. Greg Greg and Tim Hildebrand. A good game yeah. of magic is like a painting. Oh sure. Like a very a nice foil painting as yeah, well. If it's like if you painting, if you yeah. show the extra commitment like to 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 make your painting shiny, yeah. Uh, I wish somebody had told me that when I started playing. Yeah, you we <laughs> you only get. I'm pretty sure it's everyone who doesn't know about foils is happier than like the people who yeah the knew people about who do foils. No, why? Why? My life is so miserable. Like they have homes, they have, <laughs> they can afford food. <laughs> They can f- afford other cards. Yeah, foil deck hobo by profession. Uh, yeah, p- people who don't own like foil cubes. Yeah, like yeah, myself. I always wonder about that. Uh, anyway, uh, if you are interested to listen to our previous episodes, uh, like the last one that we did, episode eighteen, we had an interview with Li Shitian, and that was interesting. We found his thoughts about uh, all the stuff that happened at Pro Tour Dragons. You can go to our website www.power9podcast.com or you can find us on MTG Cast. you can find us on Stitcher on iTunes um, Google 
Yeah, you can Google us Power Nine Podcast. You'll find something. Something. You can yeah. use Yahoo if you fancy it, or yeah, Bing. Or Bing or Duck Go Duck Go. I don't know this. What uh, do they use in China, Mick? I don't know because uh, Google's banned there. I have no idea. Bing. I guess. No, they okay. use oh. Google. Google. It's the China version of Google. Google. <laughs> Google. Oh man. That's so I'm starting, yeah, I'm the uh, right. Um, for those of you that don't know, Mick is actually for Sing- from Singapore. Yes. Contrary Singapore. to popular belief. Yes. Is he? <laughs> Am I? <laughs> the question is is Singapore in China or is it not in China? Check Google Maps folks. Uh, well apparently, <laughs> apparently there must be people, some kind yeah. of bug. Because people who have checked Google Maps still thought that Singapore was in China. Oh, well, that's good on them. Uh, yeah, it must be some sort of like Google, the same guys that made Google Maps must be the same guys doing MTGO. Yeah, so I, I bet. I must be, that I, yeah, must be the reason. It must be this thing. Anyway, you can find <laughs> us on Facebook, facebook.com slash power9podcast, Twitter at power9podcast, the nine is the number nine. And you can email us your suggestions, um, your comments, your threats. Um, anything really just email us something we'd like to hear from you we are very lonely people uh, at power9podcast at gmail.com uh, so on with the show this week let's start off with the news nobody's doing the sound yeah. it's bit. time for the news I'm gonna steal that from from uh, and now the news okay uh, so uh, this week very slow as usual. Um, well, it's about to get a lot. Yeah, it's a lot more it's, exciting now. Man, I don't want to do. I don't want to go into the next few weeks. Like it's it's always seasonal for us. Like we always do. Oh man, there's a spoiler show, and then the spoiler show, and then we don't talk about anything for like the next four episodes. Well, the good thing then, this time is Mother Masters is exclusively reprints. Uh, yeah. So, so the only things we will have to talk about, I, I'm sure, like the only things people care are the money rares. And, and yeah. the, the mythics and what's going to happen to all like all the prices when all the stuff get reprinted yeah so well like someone, this is not someone... so bad this is not as bad as it was before what do you mean oh yeah how much time we I, have to spend on it yeah, I really don't like going through spoilers well it depends no I like going through spoilers it's just you know talking we, about them? yeah we we talk, We can talk about other stuff like my only issue is like dragons was very unexciting for me well it as opposed to like, for example, Kans of Tarkir was awesome. Yeah, Kans was awesome because there was like lead up. Like we knew dragons was coming. We knew dragons were coming. Okay, so they spoiled a few, uh, a few cards. Um, we'll just go through them. Khan, you already know. Tamagoyf, you already know. Uh, Edge Champion. We already knew. We, yeah, we already knew one, because... It was the first card. Was the first card? No, it was the print, it was the print of the card. It was the first card to be confirmed because it's yeah. the official art for the yeah exactly yeah so it's, it's the art but it's not the card fine uh, so as champion Emraku we knew because uh, that was the actual first card spoiled yeah and uh, Vendillion Click with new and more colorful art very cool I, I would love to get a foil version of V Click though yeah, it'll just it, be it like a hundred some euros just something like that yeah. somewhere in the ballpark because this is new art like this new art was gonna yeah it's gonna send I don't like even think up. I don't even think this is the best art I don't know there's only two printings three arts Judge Foil oh the Judge Foil Judge, Foyle, the, judge Foyle Morning Tide slash Modern Masters and this. well which one is the Judge Foil one oh, uh, the best one no, 
Now I need it's to find out. It's the angular up. one. And that's why you don't like foils, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the judge foil is something, I don't know, like 150... 150? 150, maybe. Uh, okay, so we're reading off uh, SCG foils, judge foils. Modern master foil is 140 USD. Yeah, that's judge maybe. foil is 190 Wow, man, that's insane. Yeah, I think it's one fifty euros. Nah, off. I don't like the judge foil. Like, I really like the art, like the uh, the uh, the um, like the the art. And the, then when you see it, like in your hand, it's oh. the, because the foiling is different, right? For judge foils. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It the is. process. The process is different. Like yeah. no, it it comes out. It it comes out quite nice. Like yeah. there there is a lot of thought. That goes into painting a card for foils. Like yeah, you, and judge foils are done exclusively in foil. Yeah, and because of that, like they can plan like, okay, it's going to have these highlights. It's going to have, uh, you know, these. It's going to have this contrast. So the Correct. foils don't just look like foil, foil forest where everything's just green and everything's shiny. I hate. I I really hate foil green cards. <laughs> like they are the worst. Like. Even for red, everything's red, but sometimes, you know, there's always splash of color. I in think it. for me, the best foils are black. Really? Yeah, because you always have like the reds and the oranges coming out. Oh, and, like, yeah, the yeah, yellows. yeah. So, like, you always have the highlights coming out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the. I think one of my the... favorite spoils, I don't know, did you play Gate Crash? Yeah. Do you remember Grizzly Spectacle, that destroy creature in Milfar? Mm. For black, black, and two? Mm Oh yeah, yeah. It's that, the foil guy, on that is in, like there's like some orange blood splatter on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's, it, it looks like murder. I think, yeah, like it's, I think it's one of the best foils I have. Cool. Okay. Best looking foils anyway. Yeah, I I don't know the but but yeah the uh, I think this new V click like even though it's like quite colorful and for that reason it's it looks cool, quite cool like, but like the the position of the fairies is a little bit awkward. It looks like they're gonna crash into each other. I don't know. Mm. It seems like. I don't like how they're positioned inside the card. It's, it seems like... It doesn't... Yeah, so it doesn't draw you focus onto something like... Good art Good art always... I mean, good art traditionally. Like those Renaissance art, they will always have like a point of... Yeah, a, yeah, it will force your perspective and there's always a point of focus or at least uh, multiple points of focus where everything's pointing towards it. Uh, but I, I do agree like the new art will be amazing in foil because the colors. Because I of the hope colors. so. But yeah. Otherwise, otherwise everything will just be like like a green foil, yeah, which is just. D- oh, but it's there is the potential for that though, because like there's too they're many so things, colorful. Yeah, there's there's, there's so many colors. Yeah. Currently, my favorite foil uh, in, in in this block is the Mardu Scout because it looks like a cartoon character. It looks like uh, one of those uh, what you call it. Um, oh, fire ultra! You know, last time they would have. Um, uh, they will have collectible cards like Spider-Man and X-Men right. and stuff like that. And the special cards, they look exactly like Mardu Scout. Like, which, one, like Mardu which one's Scout? Mardu Scout? The Surfer Dude. Right, Surfer right. Dude. That yeah, one, that man, it looks so cool. sweet. I think like, by far my favorite foil in the in the block right now is uh, Death Mist Raptor, even though it's green. Uh, I haven't seen a foil yet. The, uh, yeah, the Death Mist Raptor that. itself, like the lizard, uh-huh. isn't foiled. Oh yeah, so that's it the looks, same with Mardu Scout. It yeah. looks like it's coming out of the page. Oh yeah, like out of the card. A, that's the thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. obviously exactly with Mardu Scout, Scout, it's also cool because he's surfing. So it looks he's like he's surfing. surfing out of the card. Yeah, and the sand is not. Uh, the sand doesn't look foiled. 
either. Oh, but with Death Miss Raptor, it just looks like because it's foiled like away from the Death Miss Raptor, and the the lizard itself isn't foiled. Oh, so, so it's it looks like, like it's out popping like, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so enough yeah. about spoilers. We'll go into spoilers. I just want to talk about something. Oh wait, I, yeah, I, I think uh, wizards will have to look after this problem because at this moment printing cards is more worth it than printing money uh really yeah for example oh yeah okay yeah that's they, I, but they don't have to care about the secondary market like they don't yeah. recognize it they, they yeah, say it they doesn't don't exist. recognize it but you all we all know the secondary market got the the reprinting program for example the secondary market even indirectly will it's going to yeah okay, it, yeah, does, it does change the the reason why so for a, a lot of people are complaining that these boosters are like too expensive because the the msrp is ten dollars for them so it'll be like 10 euros here in portugal yeah and so in in that sense like i get that you're saying that it's 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 in a sense it's better than printing money <laughs> but the the thing when wizards uh sets the prices because even though they don't recognize they they don't they don't acknowledge the existence of a secondary market they know they know and yeah. also they have they always they all they've always said that they have a commitment towards like collectors not only players yeah that's and so what happens is in every in each set like every set that comes out the price of the cards inside the sealed product has to be lower than the price of the sealed product itself so if you buy, if you open a booster, you can never make money on average. Mm. Otherwise, stars will stop selling boosters. They will and crack they the boosters crack the, and sell you the singles. The and it's especially dangerous with Mother Masters because it's only for local game stars. It's not for like yeah, yeah. other retailers. It's exclusively for LGS. And so and usually Ooh. LGSs sell singles. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what happened last time. Last time the MSRP was six six to seven dollars. And they it never got sold. It was never never sold at that price because the cards inside the boosters on average were worth more than that. Yeah. So the stars had two choices. They either crack crack them and sell the, the singles or they push or they out the price. Push the price. Right so this time wizards push the price because they want people to be able to get boosters. They are, that's the thing like it, it, the secondary market still does drive wizards partially yeah uh, because they, I mean the, that's the reason why they're reprinting cards that's the reason why it goes into uh, you know considerations like these go into reprinting cards like Thought Seas and uh, I don't know the Fetch Lands uh, Fetch Lands okay Fetch Lands fetch maybe lands is slightly it's, different it's, it's more of an availability yeah it's to introduce it into modern but you know you have but thought sees one hundred percent was that was the reason. Yeah, uh, you have uh, what? What lately do we have? That's a that's a reprint. I don't know. And we have all of the commander decks with like worm coil engine that sort of thing. Uh, the oh, the, the shock lens, the shock lens. Yeah, exactly. That was also an availability issue. That was yeah. That was availability, and that would you because know. they were pushing modern masters, so exactly. they wanted they were they were pushing the modern player base, so they had to give you the the land base. But the that's the thing. The modern player, the modern uh, format that we know of is because of the secondary market. Like we understand it as uh, we maybe not the secondary market, but from the players, it is it is born of the players because players got really so, tired of playing extended. Yeah. Yes, know? correct. So, so they they said it. 
So initially, you only used to have standard, and then you'd have like I think you had like type yeah, extended, and then a legacy. And so, yeah. and so basically, what they wanted is people not having to just get rid of their useless cards. So they yeah, gave them exactly. an extra, like an intermediate format. Exactly. So yeah. So know. that's yeah. That they did base that decision on the, dec- the secondary market. But so what's going to happen with Modern Masters now is while it's get, getting drafted and stuff, mm-hmm. all the commons and uncommons will tank. It's possible, yeah. It's Which is probably, good. Yeah. Like yeah, we do not want four euros yeah, Eurovision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't want. Oh man, we don't want like fifteen. Now it's uh, like ten euro, USD, ten, uh, ten euro remands, uh, like fifteen euro even mind sensors. Oh like, man, yeah, that's gross. yeah. So all of these cars need to come down. But what is really going to drive the uh, price and how sustainable the the price tag on the boosters is is the foils. the rares and mythics and also and the, the foils. foils. Yeah, Every so, pack comes but with on foils, average, so. the cards inside the packs need to be worth less than ten. They need to be worth around about seven euros. It'll be fine. I I, I think I think it'll so, be fine. But yeah, yeah. But the the problem is if they put a lot of like if they put all of the ex- all the playable cards in there. And you have like a foil per pack, and you also have all of the modern playable cards. It's still gonna be more people are gonna than like, like they're just gonna buy pack. this because they're gonna see it's worth it. So mm. They're gonna buy the boosters, and shops will be, will increase the price. Yeah, so that's or I mean, just sell the singles. No, but that's so. what that's what WotC has to balance. So, yeah, exactly. Like they need they do understand. Yeah, there's this secondary market, and they have to balance out. Yeah, this the price of each booster. Yeah, but clearly, like we we can see that they're they're gonna compromise on this. They're not gonna put everything in, but they're putting like all the cards around it. So they're giving you Talias in uh, WMC key promos. Yeah, yeah. They're giving you PTQ Lilianas. They're giving you they gave you Geists last year in WMCQ. Uh, you got um, even though those those three aren't actually eligible for a, but Grizzlebrand was, Grizzle came out brand, in yeah. GP yeah, promo but all of those were like out of contention from other masters anyway yeah but you're but gonna see you you're gonna that. see from the vault angels and you're gonna see mtg origins and i'm sure those will have some of the cars that can f- be fit into modern masters yeah and I, you also I got so. like damnation is coming out in one of the uh judge, the foils. judge foils yeah so you can see that they're obviously they they're aware that they can't just like push everything into Modern One Masters block. and like the fetch lens will come out in Zendikar instead as well. Oh yeah! So you can see please, they, they have to make this compromise. Please. They can't just give you everything in one reprint yes, because please. it will make it like the the boosters will be too expensive, exactly, or yeah. they will be unavailable because pe- stars will be cracking the boosters for singles, and yeah. people who do get the sealed product will be keeping it away. Yeah, exactly, and they're just gonna store it for like x x x number of years. Yeah, so we need to make it so that this time around it isn't. Because last time, basically what happened was a lot of people just hoarded boosters, like mm. sealed product, and also the player base increased a lot. So you had a, oh. a slight inc- increase in the in supply, By which wasn't even like increase in demand. Yeah, there you had a like inc- crazy increase in demand because people thought, oh, finally I'm gonna get the opportunity to like buy into modern. Well, no. But just the boosters were either cracked for singles, kept away from from by collectors, oh. or. You know, very few were sold as boosters in drafts and such, but stars knew that like six, six or seven euros was too cheap. And they kept pushing up the prices. Like yeah. I bought a, I bought a Modern Masters pack in Europe for nine euros. That's like that twice. This about the va- the average. Sheet. That's yeah. much, much more than the MSRP. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the MSRP was like seven dollars. Yeah, seven USD. Yeah. <laughs> I actually found some displays at 150 pounds. Tell me where. In London. We, we got a few. We, oh, we dropped okay. them all. And then we, we kept the singles. And then later we sold them. Like a friend of mine 
cracked three displays that he got 150 and sold like he had a, he had Tarmogoyfs, he had V clicks. Mm-hmm. Even though those went up after, like he still made made the money. Okay. A few months ago in Comic Con, they were selling Modern Masters, Masters display. Yeah, but by it was a display. 320 euros. 320 euros. Yeah, we Jesus. we they said they go they said it go down to 300, but well, yeah, still it's. It's a big difference it. from the MSRP yeah. because shops knew it. Like on average, the cards were worth more than the MSRP. Yeah. So oh. this time around, the display is more expensive because of that. Please, wizards, be smart. Listen to the secondary market. They know. They know a bit more things than you do. No, they can do something else. They can. They can completely crash the secondary market. No, they won't do that. Otherwise, people stop playing. Well, they'll keep on playing. Just yeah, there will be no collectors. Wouldn't stop okay, playing. Yeah, collectors will die, guy, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, collectors will be pissed off. But yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Wizards has the power to completely crash the secondary market. They all will. they have to do I is bet. make Modern Masters not limited and also not make it limited to LGSs and yeah. also oh, yeah, okay. make the MSRP. So the MSRP, the shops can only increase the prices based like from the MSRP uh-huh. because... Like other retailers, like Toys R Us, that used to sell boosters, they're going and like, to they just like you're going to mark it up. And that's yeah, it. but those guys wouldn't because they don't care. Yeah, they don't know the price of the cards. They'll yeah. just sell MSRP. But LGS is like with Modern Masters, they can because those other shops don't have it. Yeah, and probably shops will benefit in events because one of the major points of um, people not getting into Magic is the the entering price. Mm. Yeah. Okay, uh, so let's move on. We'll talk a little. We'll talk more about Modern Masters as it as yeah, it comes along. Yeah, the only other piece of news is the uh, July and August oh, yeah. FNM promos will be modern cards. They will be modern staples. Just to follow, to just to follow um, uh, Modern Masters, the release of Modern Masters. Mick is very excited about the. Is it July? July. Promo? Uh, July. We have Path to Exile. Path to Exile. <laughs> Inez was very excited because she thought Path to Exile was standard legal. Wow, thought, oh wow, my god, wow. this card would be amazing in my heroic deck. <laughs> and yeah, that's hilarious. It You're hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would I be. think it would be amazing in any deck. You will just splash white for this, like if it plays in standard. Anyway, uh it looks quite cool. It's just some guy who looks uh with a red scarf and Oh, uh, this like, is the worst promo. Well worst worst art. Well, second worst art ever. Why? The worst is the worm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the, the worst. Um, yeah, that's the worst. This that's comes the after, like, it's the guy with, like, a staff and, like, a red scarf. No, but I think the foil of this would actually It might be okay, cool, but then yeah. the lion is so much better. And yeah, the lion one is nice. The, the is judge alive. foil is... Uh, also, like, just before the judge foil, you have the revised art. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is the actual, like, plowshare. Nah, I don't like the... I don't, uh, but compared, the to, compared to the judge foil, definitely. I think I, the judge foil is just the flavor of the art. It's, like, perfect. It's the sword to plowshare. Yeah. No, that's Swords to Plowshares. This is oh, right. Path to Exile. Swords the, to Plowshares. I'm thinking about... Yeah, promo. yeah, I got Man, confused. Promo. Got Path to Exile is just... Yeah, the arts are just the worm, the lion, and this, right? Yeah. No, you have the the Rekawai one. It was a promo. From where? It was uh, a promo? A Path to whoa. Exile promo? Yeah. Man, I have I think to look it's this up. It was a promo. Path I think it's just the worm, though. No, the worm was from the, the dual deck. Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, Arch enemy. Yeah, lion. Uh, commander lion. also is the lion. Conflux was the lion. Uh, Dual decks. World deck the worm. is the worm. Check that the one's the ugly one. one. Event uh, deck was also the lion. 
Modern Masters Lion. Yeah. And then the oh yeah, of course it's the uh, oh, the DCI it's promo. The... It's the player reward one. Uh, yeah, is the guy lying yeah, down yeah. in the that one is pretty cool. I'll give you that. Nah, that I like the lion. The I... lion is the best for me. I yeah. but I I I'm partial to Rebecca. I like oh, that's the thing I pref- I do like this art it reminds me of some anime character it reminds me of Priest of Titania it was like one of my first cards when I was little then I learned green was poo poo <laughs> you think everything is everything that's not blue is poo poo well he's not wrong <laughs> oh man you guys are it's not my way, fault way way off Although, well yeah to be fair it's not his fault it's his you know, Although I have to fault. say, uh, I run the current decks that I run, except for the mono green and the mono black commander deck, all of them have blue. Mm. We might we might be <laughs> on something here. Which is why which is why I'm keeping all my all my um uh, what's that card that you wanted? Dig, Dig through, through time. time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ha ha. Okay. So anyway, they they said uh, so in July will be uh, Path to Exile. In August, they said there will be something that's modern. So staple uh, as well. Staple. Yeah. Remand, please. Remand. 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 I don't think it'll be remand. Please, I want remand. It has Serum Visions, maybe? It has an FNM promo already. I think either Serum Visions, but I think Serum Visions has a promo as well. And Serum Visions is going to come out in in, uh, Modern Masters. Well, yeah, but Path to Exile will will clearly be in Modern Masters. Yeah, I know Path to Exile will be in Modern Masters, but you know, it's it's in the uncommon slot. Yeah, and Serum Visions will also be pushed to uncommon. No, Serum Visions will be a common. Uh, Come on. Okay, we'll see. (laughs) Do we have a bet? Yes, a Path to Exile bet. Pie bet. No, 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 but okay, I think yeah, we should, should ice cream. Okay, there's a crazy good ice cream parlor around here. Okay, we'll we'll put one flavor. All right, one scoop. One, one scoop. That's fine. One scoop of ice cream. Um, Riman is going to stay at. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, Serum Vision. Serum Vision stays at the common slot. Let me think, because I need. There, there should be a trend here. Was any. Or did they only push rares to mythics? They only push rares, rares to mythics. I think, Are no, you they sure push, they didn't they push, push anything to uncommon? To they pushed uncommon. rares to uncommons too. They put uncommons to to rares. Like, I think domestication was one of the examples. Like uh, Parasite or something like that was a rare and turned into uncommon. No, not, not domestication. I don't know. Yeah, But there were some uncommons that went to the rares. I'm not sure if there are any Yeah, either file went to rare. Yeah, either file went to rare, yeah. So I know I definitely know like from uncommon to I don't mind yeah, buying so. you a scoop of ice cream anyway. Sure, All right. well, let's, let's have a bet. All right, you guys heard it here. So uh, okay, so I don't know. Come on, remand. remand. Uh, the remand already, already has an F and M promo. I think it'll be something like uh, maybe one of the creatures. They don't do too many creatures in as F and M promo. I don't know. Maybe it'll be like Wild Nakatl or uh, mm, okay. Maybe if they do, but it's not a staple. Wild Nakatl is not a staple. Like staple is like any blue deck. Most blue decks run will run. Um, what do you call it? Seven visions. They've, okay, let's think about what kind of promos. So if they've done Frenzied Goblin was red, Bioblight was black. They've done Disdainful Stroke at blue. Uh, the we had Abzan, a... the Abzan uh, Beastmaster will be the green one. Uh, so white is no. But, but blue was last month. This this month is white. Uh, I guess 
that is another white coming in in July. I guess we don't have to care, care too much about color. It might just be Inquisition of Kozilek, I think. Okay, yeah, that's a good that's a yeah. good bet. Mm. I think I okay. Okay, Serum Visions at common slot. Oh yeah, we shaked on that. Yeah, we shook on that. Yeah, this ice cream on that. I think it will be I okay instead of Remand because Remand already has an FDM promo. Oh man! Also, Remand has three three printings now. Yeah, but they could do more. There's Ravnica so and Path uh, to Exile FN. has like a bajillion printings. Have you, did you see the list we yeah, went yeah, no, through? I know, the I know. List. Like five. And uh, also what, another what card. Even re, uh, even uh, IOK has three re, like three printings because it has the original yeah. one. It has the uh, modern event deck, and I guess only has two. Yeah, yeah. It'll definitely be. I think. Even Gitaxian okay, Probe, has, probe has a promo as well. I think Inquisition is a solid bet. Yeah, okay. Because even Lingering Souls has like a lot of printings, so... I'm fine with that. Like, Inquisitions, I, I, if, the art is, if the art is different, I mean, it's foil. Like, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm on board with Inquisition. That's a cool card. Okay, uh, so I don't think there's any other news. Oh, yeah, GP Krakow. Uh, let's congratulate the winner, Alexandra Haynes, uh, for winning on Ojutai... Uh, not Ojutai, Esper Control. Although the only thing he splashed the goddamn white it's was... It's blue-black Ojutai, right? Yeah, it's blue-black with Ojutai. That's it. Yeah, this is the deck so. championed by Channel Fireball during the, in the Pro Tour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alexander Haynes. Another guy who did really well was um, Raph Le- Levy. Levi? Levy. Raph. Le- Levy. He's okay. French. Uh, Raph Levy. <laughs> uh, he did really well with um, Red Devotion. He oh, said, uh, yeah. like, he, he played Big Red during the Pro Tour as well, uh-huh. but he felt like he, like, it wasn't very tuned. Oh, like, okay. he didn't, he, he said he didn't feel, yeah. it was Red Devotion. He I didn't see. feel like the list was, uh, like, finely tuned, and so this week he did. Uh, I don't know if he made top eight, but he was, like, wrecking people, like, day one. Uh, okay, GP Krakow. No, we don't see. No, he didn't. No, but yeah, it's the, uh, it's the Big Red deck. It's cool. Yeah. Like, people thought the Red Devotion would be bigger than it actually is. and yeah. But yeah, we just see Esper Dragon, Esper Dragon, Esper Dragon, Esper Dragon. And then one two Jeskai blue, token. There are four Esper agro, Dragons, yeah. two blue-black controls, and Jeskai token Bantaro. Like, if there are just... any doubts what the best deck in standard is right now. <laughs> we're going back to... I mean, we're going back to that year. We're going back to that point where control just has all the tools yeah, yeah. like everyone standard. says like by the, by the end of the the standard rotation you should see the, the oh, control yeah, it's deck it's always the same cycle over. yeah it's always the same cycle and like sure and you know the, the just at the last answer you, you just can build the perfect control deck yeah and it's always at the, the end of the rotation yeah and just i mean but this uh, deck it, doesn't do well or, or at least not very well against the tarka red like Li Shitian said. Yeah, that's the thing. Like also, Abzan like is an chance. iffy matchup. Yeah, I don't know. It, 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 it Even though Paul Chion says the worst matchup he thinks is uh, Ojutai Bent. There's a Oj- Bent deck with the dragon, and it's apparently quite good. Hmm. Ojutai Bent. Okay. I, I should go and check this out. Anyway, uh, let's move on to our topic of the week. Uh, which is non magic, not topic. Magic. Yeah, no, it is clearly magic. <laughs> Lies, liar. Uh, right. So the title of this week's episode. I hope I get the title right. Building battleships and prize pools. Uh, so recently we had a. I think in in arena where we play, we had a um, 
a seven-player commander tournament. Yeah, well, it didn't well, happen. yeah, we just ended up having a seven-player commander game. Yeah, the yeah. tournament didn't happen, uh, but that will be a problem that we'll describe later. Uh, let's talk about commander deck building, especially in uh, in the mindset or in the frame of mind of multiplayer, and um, yeah, you have uh, Nuno Cunha comes back to playing Commander after super long a super long hiatus yeah uh, because because of the price right because of the yes yes correct so usually so yeah I, 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 I really like Arena like the people at Arena and like the shop itself and stuff but I really dislike their price pools like yeah. This is well known amongst people that play there, and like even the <laughs> people that work there, they know that I don't usually agree with how they do price pools. And I don't think like Com- because I compare them to other stars in Portugal, and they have like they don't. Not, let's not just say it's a below it's average, stuff, yeah. below average uh, price support. But this time they they did well. I think they they put a f- from the vaults twenty. Uh, yeah, uh, for for league play. So this is like correct. long, you know, long term. Yeah. So the the. Play. The, the way it worked was everyone pays 10 euros the first session mm-hmm. uh, and you get a booster. You get one booster. You can per buy a week. booster for like three euros. Yeah, so yeah. for 10 euros, you get a booster and you, the, the other seven, seven euros go towards the prize pool. Mm-hmm. And the first eight people, I think, block, pay for the from the vault. The first eight... First ten, first ten. Is it first ten? First ten. So they're valuing it at seventy? Yep. Okay, that's still fine. That's still below, like, the... uh, That's way below MSRP. No, it's not below MSRP, but it's below the the sell price right now. And so that was fine. And I really wanted the card anyway, so... So okay. I, I really wanted the thing. So I thought that this was a, a cool price pool. I didn't and it agree. Was multiplayer and here, okay. So here's yeah, the but thing. I didn't so agree we'll, with the, the price apart after that. Because, we'll, we'll talk about we'll yeah, talk about fine. it later. But yeah, okay. So you you came back and uh, basically built a multiplayer deck. So let's all share well, like how what's our approaches to building multiplayer. Like multiplayer is very different from French Commander. Correct. You guys, yeah, if you guys know, like French Commander, you you really play to. Win, you play it like a standard deck or a legacy deck and you do you know one for one one for run removal you play counter one for one. You play four spikes you play uh, you know force of wheels you play uh, mental missteps you know things that I think with this really- like with how large the card pool is you can still always try to get the, the two for one card of course of course but, but like you know you can afford to spend slots on one for ones yes exactly and, and you spend more slots like even yeah, yeah, yeah. even in the you know even in a multiplayer uh, even in a multiplayer deck, like you do spend slots on like one for one removal, yeah. especially if they're very ex- uh, very efficient, like path to exile or uh, slots to plowshares. Yeah, exactly. But um, you know, in uh, usually in French Commander, like you no, French Commander, out. like you can you can run counter spells. They're fine there. You can run thought seize. It's fine there. Yeah. But yeah, obviously, a lot of the cards become much much worse. Okay, so in let's so so we'll go on on um, how we build the deck. Uh, based on multiplayer, and let's start with let's start with you. I mean, you're the one who who literally built a deck from scratch. Yeah, so I used to play a lot when I was at university, but then it came to a point where there were uh, basically four guys who were very serious compared, uh, commander players, and they each owned like well, one of the guys only owned one deck, and that was Azami, fully oh, foiled yeah. with like Jason Mind Sculptor and everything. Woo-hoo. Like the only f- non-foil cards were Force of Will, Mana Drain. You know, like the. I deal. bet you they're foiled now, right? What the force of will? Uh, 
I don't I think mean, so. That's the judge. That's he is a, he is a judge, but he's only a level one judge, so I don't think he has one. You'll buy one. He probably could. <laughs> I'll trade you my fossil. Wheel but yeah, basically, <laughs> the other guys all had like ten plus decks. They were very serious commanders. Like, they didn't. Wow, all the cards they had were for commander. Like they didn't play standard, modern, like nothing. All right, my all their guys. yeah. So they drafted every week, so like same as us. We every week we drafted like six thirty, uh-huh. and all of their winnings they would trade or sell uh, the cards to get commander cards nice like that was exclus- ex- exclusively their goal <laughs> they raided ebay every day for their commander cards you know yeah so those four guys had like competitive decks and then the league that we had was basically maybe 10 15 people playing the commander league mm-hmm. every week and we'd play from like 2 p.m to 6 p.m all right uh but because those four guys had really good decks with like combos Everyone else sort of, at first, they sort of, like, stopped wanting to play because they'd always lose to, to those guys. Yeah. And eventually what they did is they all put, like, a one-card combo into their deck or, like, okay. a two-card combo into their deck. Which is basically... And so every yeah. single game would be, you know, like, as in every multiplayer game, you develop your mana, you develop your resources. That's, like, the main goal in the first few turns. Like, no one usually plays any threats, like, the first few turns. You just develop your mana, develop your strategy. Yep. Um, put some like Phyrexian arenas, Rhystic studies out. But then after those few turns, whenever like one of the good players would tap out, that's it. They one of the, every single person ran the same combo. They'd run Tooth and Nail Entwine for Micaiah's Enter Skellion. <laughs> yeah. uh, if for those of you who don't know, Micaiah's is the one that brings back uh, people, uh, all your non human creatures get undying. Okay. And uh, Triskelion is the one that has comes into play with five plus one plus one counters. Yeah, and remove them to ping people. Yeah, so you remove. Uh, it also gives all your creatures, all your non-human creatures, uh, plus one plus one. Yeah, so you remove ping, four. Yeah, ping um, and the Triskelion himself at the, the last. At counter. one, yeah. So then you recurse and you do it over and over and over and over again. Game over. Yeah. So Ooh. I stopped playing Commander. At the, so at first I played Numot. That was my first multiplayer deck when I first came back to Magic, like during RTR. Numot is the one that destroys, destroys lands. two lands. Oh, but man. I never cast my commander. I only use it for the colors. Like those, that's one of my favorite co- color combinations. Oh, okay. Because uh, like destroying lands is usually frowned upon in commander games. Not in not in French commander. Not in French commander. But, well, it's still frowned upon. But you know. Like there, there's not much. Not, there, there aren't that many people to punish you for it. Yeah, but like with with these guys, like they, they didn't enjoy mana dis- land destruction because you know it's apparently non sport, not sporting. Yeah, it's not sporting. Yeah, but so after that, I built. Once I saw Porphyros, I knew like that was a card I wanted to play in multiplayer games <laughs> because it wrecks everyone. Yeah, but that was around the time I started playing more competitively, like a lot more, like investing more into Magic, and I also became a judge. Oh, so every time I sat at the table, they just target me because they saw me as like the, the more experienced the player. player. Even though like I was at the same table as like the Sazami guy, like the guys that had like <laughs> 10, 20 decks, I was still every single game the first guy to be killed. You're the target, man. Yeah, so I was the target. I was the wrong target. Um, and also, yeah, so and everyone was running the same stupid combo. Yeah. So I, I thought, okay, I'm done with this. I'll ju- I just, I just, just went back on like drafting magic, and like, yeah. yeah, exactly. And well, mostly judging. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so because I saw the prize, and I actually like, I remember having some cool games, and I saw like the people, the kind of decks people play at arena. Yeah, I thought it might be okay to come back. And so initially, I wanted to build Tassigur, but with pure combo. 
<laughs> like just straight up <laughs> combo, combo with la either uh, building the um, Doom Engine Doomsday uh, combo with Lab Maniac at the end, like building oh, yeah, yeah, five yeah. card Doomsday piles and winning. Yeah. Or uh, you can also combo by making infinite mana, like you can flash Palinchron. Yeah, of course. Like I mean, that's that's the normal. Uh, I think although it's a bit harder. No, no, to sorry, do with sorry. Three you don't flash Palinchron. You flash. Um, right, sorry, you flash Academy Rector. You get Omniscience, and then you cast some sort of infinite mana engine. Draw your whole deck with Tassiger. Oh, okay. And then you and then combo with. Maniac, yeah. Well, you'll have Maniac exactly. Um, so. Yeah, that was the deck I initially wanted to play, but that's that's a really good French deck. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was also French like it was advertised as the best combo deck for for multiplayer game. Like during my research, well, the first really? time you sit at the table, yeah, you know, blue black. That's the thing. Like blue black green is like the most combo. I think it has the most combo pieces. Uh, but that's the the issue in Commander. Uh, my experience, I rank green, blue, black, white, and red. Five color? No, the, the ranking of, the color. ranking of oh, okay, colors. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. it hurts to say, but green is the best color green in is, commander. Yeah, green is by far. But it has all the removal. And like it, it has. He uh, has the best ramp. Removal. It's and he has the probably the one of the best draw spells in the Sylvan Library. Because yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah. value of life for, per card in commander is different like, so yeah, you 40 don't life, mind sure. paying for life for a card uh, necropotence no necropotence does but necropotence has the, um, the exile clause correct and oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. super relevant okay in most yeah, of yeah. The yeah sylvan library I think is one of the strongest draw spells in magic okay well, yeah. Necropotence depends on the kind of deck you're yeah. playing. If you're playing a combo deck, then 100% yeah, Necropotence. Like, yeah. uh, anyway, so yeah, you were saying... Yeah, so... so how That was so the deck I wanted go, to play, yeah. but then what happened was I was missing... Um, a bajillion tutors. Green tutor, uh, Imperial Seal. Uh, <laughs> tutor? So that's, tutor? that's just... Yeah, that's like the around about six, six, seven hundred euros. Uh, mana Crypt I was missing. No, oh. World Tutor. Like all those cheap tutors I have. I have the demonic, the mystical, Cheap. the enlightened. Yeah, yeah, they're like ten, ten, yeah, ten euros. Yeah, they're yeah, like the, ten euro tutors. I didn't have. Won't, yeah, won't break the bank type of. Yeah, tutors. the two hundred, three hundred, four hundred tutors. Those are the ones I didn't have. Yeah, no kidding. I don't think yeah. a lot of people. And I was missing like mana crypts and that sort of thing. Like the most. Um, I was. I was also missing one of the power nines. Like the only one that's legal. Time twister. Time twister. Oh yeah. man. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was missing a few cards. So I settled on. I was I was missing like, I, it wasn't that many cards, but it's just a lot of money. Yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, so I went to I searched. I actually really wanted to play Tassigar though, uh -huh. so I went and searched up because I still think it's like it's it's just a value machine, right? Yeah, man. Your the way you build your Tassigar deck. I mean, we played it the other day, man. It's just it's, it's a pretty it's, lacking, yeah. it's, it's a it's a pretty insane like build, right? It's efficient. Yeah, it's yeah, a value engine. Efficient. Yeah, it's extremely. I think people. Value. Because it's like uh, usually cards that are very good com in competitive magic yeah. are not very good in uh, commander. Oh man, no, that's not true. <laughs> well, you, usually like the, the good creatures at least for competitive magic. The answers oh, yeah, in okay. competitive magic don't scale well in commander. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, they're yeah, usually one for one answers, and yep. so people I think when they see like for example Snapcaster and that sort of thing, they st they tend to underestimate it in commander. Oh, and yeah. and that's 
that's very much the case, I think, for Tassigur. Like, when they see you playing a creature that's, like, legal and standard and modern, they'll just go, oh, yeah, this is Commander, man. Just... Man, I did... My, I was, and Tassigur is, I think... Are you, like, talking down on the, like, Commander... No, no, no. Commander, I, I'm just saying, like, people in Commander tend to underestimate those creatures within their Commander games. Just creatures in general, though, because they die to rats and, all, and oh, yeah, that okay, sort yeah, of thing. That's true. Like, creatures tend to not represent... Big, like big, big threats for players yeah, because removal so the, is the thing to be fair like my Tassigur was just running rampant like on the day we were playing <laughs> like no one was killing it for, I, I played Vilela like the next day uh-huh. and he did not let me I, I think I activated Tassigur like twice or three times the whole game and then that's it I, I resolved Tassigur f- up to 18 mana I paid 18 for my Tassigur one of the times <laughs> But you have, the, but you can delve. That's you can delve thing, yeah. exactly. So but I was still. Like all but I, that was that was that was as far as I, I, my deck by the end of the game when Villela, when I conceded to Villela, I think I had uh, ten cards. Goodness, that is crazy. You're playing like uh, French or multiplayer? That day we were playing French. Uh, probably Tazigur breaks. Tazigur is broken in. Yeah. Uh, Tazigur is actually just broken in a lot of formats. But yeah, but in Commander yeah. it can also be broken. So you, you just need. So Easily. what I'd say for. <laughs> building multiplayer commander decks I think what I focus on and from what I can tell you need to be able to manage to, to, to you need to have reach okay you need to yeah, be okay. to have yeah, answers okay. for like diverse answers you need to be able to search up those answers and you need to be able to especially like gain value and control the party okay yeah I- you need to be able to have an answer like in most that, that's how I enjoy playing anyway Okay. So what I'm looking for when I'm building the multiplayer deck is having the tutors first of all. Okay. And then having uh wraths and that sort of stuff and then definitely having like cards that synergize well with your with commander. The commander yeah. Obviously like with Tassigur I focus on having like a lot of delve spells yeah, so you can take away, like, control the activations. Away, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh I focus on having like quite a lot like Entomb is very good with Tassigur. Oh yeah, because it puts like the card you want to get back. Like your regrowth effects are very good because they either give you like the card you want or they give you the regrowth to go and get it. Oh yeah, man, that's like, so good. That sort of synergy. Yep. And then yeah, and then just like the Things damnations, like the, low, the cyclonic rifts. Yeah, and, have yeah. The and then spells. life from the loam. I put in my deck as well. Exactly. Do you have any other dredge spells in the deck? I imagine dredge. Would no, be that, life from the loam was the only one I yeah. got, especially because it works really well with Tassigur because the lands oh, yeah, always stay the lands, there. Yeah, okay, you that's get true. The, the full value from life from the loam. The other elf spells don't give you much value for Tassigur. They only give you the the fuel for the Even bath. though I played... So yeah, they, they take away the cards from your yeah. grief. Yeah, yeah. I played Raven's Crime as well. Which one is Raven's? Oh, Discarded card with the, Retrace. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it works really well with Life from the Loam. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's very cool. It's, it's... But the thing yeah. is, the way I built Tassigur, you're meant to go to a longer game mm. because I play a lot of, like... Um, I play a lot of like dismiss effects like cryptic command and that sort of thing yeah. it's always incremental advantage counter spells I never play like zero advantage you play spells. contradict no <laughs> because this five is mana I think is a dismiss. bit too much <laughs> but so I think one of the things Nunosa mentioned to me though was the ramp spells might be better than I was playing like signets and stuff oh uh, yeah man ramp. you got and so wiped out when there was like bought white for artifacts well yeah that and also I, f- I do agree that the uh, the ramp spells are better because they get the lens anyway and they go into the graveyard and that's and fuel for Tassigur yeah. and I can just exile them exactly. so I think that is something I should consider because I was playing like in multiplayer commander I think the two most important things are having 
ways to control the entire board at once, mm-hmm. like Cyclonic Rift and Wraths and that sort of thing. Yep. And also having uh, like getting ahead on cards and mana. Okay. So Phyrex in blue, in, like in black, you have Phyrex in arena, and green you have Sylvan Library. In blue, in you blue have, have Rhystic Study and just draw spells. In blue, you have blue. Yeah, yeah. I was running, especially because like I'm running like graveyard synergy. I can run the treasure cruise and the dig through time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they're not banned yet. Yet they won't. Yeah, they won't. It's yeah, only so one I, I can afford to run those. Um, or I, spells. And so, yeah, the most important thing I think are getting ahead on mana, getting ahead on cards. Obviously, with us in any game, and then having just general answers to that are wide answers as well. Oh, okay. Like wraths and rifts, and obviously upheaval is banned, unfortunately. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I yeah, the four, yeah, and four I, good reasons. Eventually, I found that like Tassigur can destruction. be like across the whole of Magic, Tassigur can you can find a lot of synergies with Tassigur, which was like yeah, I think so. Like not just Delve. Like yeah, no, I found a list online yeah. which was like they still played the combos. Oh yeah, like the guy was was playing a, like a Tassigur control deck, same same as me. Mm-hmm. But he he still had the combos, and I completely cut, cut the combos because I don't think you, like I don't think I'll need them. Yeah, I I, I doubt. Although like combos- if Tassigur like gets to a point, Tassigur like the deck gives you so much card advantage. Yeah, that you can literally start killing people just with um, with commander damage. <laughs> yeah. It's that's a four true, or yeah, five, and you have that land that gives him like fear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. she's oh, so gross. <laughs> yeah, we were playing like so. Seven people were playing. We were playing only attack to the left. The guy to my left was not happy. He like my <laughs> Tassigur always had fear. Fabio, yeah, Fabio is uh, <laughs> mono green. I lend him, I lend him the Freely's deck. I was like, yeah, this is not gonna go well. <laughs> I don't know. I've never played Commander before, but I've played multiplayer twice two-headed giant events and the last one i played uh, i don't know if it matters for a commander but you are the expert so you would tell me i would just go for everything that would affect everybody like yeah, each yeah, yeah. opponent yeah, discards yeah, yeah. two cards and then have some kind of synergy like every time a player discards two cards i draw a card oh or yeah something for like sure that. that's why that's why we play a lot of bot wipes yeah like, it affects everyone okay. it also affects you by the way tassigur's so. cruelty is um it's quite good, good yeah, in commander it's two cards it's two yeah. cards per person it's mind like, rot everyone for one black and get some and then yeah delve away things. delve yeah, away exactly. and stuff okay so Nurusa, what's your philosophy behind uh, you know behind deck building especially when it comes to I mean you you are running um, Sharoom. Uh, Sharoom right or at least that yep. day you are running Sharoom like, so what's your philosophy behind like multiplayer commander I tend to follow a few rules when building the um, the commander decks. The first one is really easy. It's still magic. The game. So you have to still follow the the principles of magic. You yeah. have to attend to the 40% curve. 40% lands, 40% lands, uh, the curve. Yeah, the, the, the curve, the... I actually, in Tassigur, I played above average land count. Why? Because it's good with the activation. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and now if you're going to replace the, the artifact spells. Ramp spells. Exactly. I, I, but I, I was playing point. an above, land, above average land count anyway. What's your land count? Uh, I was definitely above 40, but I was playing a lot of fetches as well. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, that's fine. Especially because fetches make sense is divining top a lot better and like brainstorm a lot better. Yeah, that's true. And, and like cantrips, cantrips are amazing with Tassiger. Yeah. Yeah, they they fuel him. Yeah. Mm. I tend to not use cantrips, for example. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Why not? Uh, I tend to value. I think Nuno's decks are usually sort of more mid rangey and like bigger yeah, I like strategies. To, I like to build engine decks. Giant engine decks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can tell that he he plays a lot of mana rocks and he gets a like he gets the inevitability. <laughs> yeah. Like he's more of an in like. I take a beating, then I win. Basically, yeah. all the games end up like this. I get to a like and, two yeah. life or something like that. I'm His commander decks are hanging. a lot like Tron in modern. Like it doesn't do a lot for the beginning. It's and like suddenly, assembling the strategy, yeah, yeah. but it's inevitable that it's going to get to a point where you can control it. Yeah. Okay. I just I, I do agree. With out. Yeah. <laughs> so, but here's the thing: like you build, you build the engine. But the consequence, I mean, we had the conversation the other day, the consequence of a good engine deck yeah, it's is the, combo. It's combo. Right? I, even I, the only piece of my whole deck that I run for a specific combo is the, the Sword of the Meek. Oh, yeah, yeah. And okay, I have okay. to run it because of aggro. Because I need because a way to, die, stop, yeah. to stop combat. Because I, don't, I tend to not use breath effects. I only have one. And yeah, and it's a it's really weird rough effect. It's uh, all is dust. Yeah, because it's not symmetrical. I tend to keep my you boards have, yeah. and wipe the. You have all your artifacts left over, and then yeah. like. And at my answers, I tend to be able to recur them. I use the the capsules. You also use, I mean, your commander itself, like yeah. Sharum, recurs the. It doesn't recur the all is dust, but. Well, that. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> but you can, right? In your deck. You have uh, ways of replaying it. No, but no. I can use it. Do you not? Okay. No. I tend to. Not even a snapcaster. You don't use the snapcasters either. No, 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 no. Oh, man. I Why? use like. Uh, that was I don't think snapcaster is very good in that deck. He doesn't have a lot of. Uh, I don't have a lot of sorceries. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, your, yeah, but your kill con, your, one of your kill cons is. His, yeah, uh, but I, I, I can't. Well, Not anymore. I can, like, bitter ordeal is no longer a, like a, a win condition. It is. Because it is. now the combo is worse, right? No, it's because a lot new, better. Is it better now with the legend yeah. rule? <laughs> it's so good. Like, it's just. Got, it was good. And it oh, yeah, now it's even better because yeah, it's just a two card combo, right? And now, yeah, yeah it's before I had to have the, the other combo piece in the graveyard, now I can play the combo yeah, piece from exactly, my hand. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So it's a lot better. Why the other combo? Because now, not, no, no, like before, you used, you, need, you had to needed to have both at the same time. Yeah. So oh, before yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can so play Sharoom and get get the other card from the graveyard. Where now, whereas now you can have Sharoom in play, play the other one. One of them automatically goes into your graveyard, and you still have the trigger. Yeah, yeah. And they loop infinitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like. I have a way to recur spells, and it's the yellow shear. That shuffles your uh, graveyard. Oh, come Elixir. on. That's not a... That's Elixir of Immortality? That's Would a real tech on my deck. That's, that's like the... the <laughs> that's, like putting, that's like putting an Eldrazi in the deck to fight against Mill. Do you run Sphinx's Revelation? It. No. Why? Because I don't need it. Come on. Why do you... Because but I you, have, you're, ah. you ramp so fast, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I have Mind's Eye. Uh-huh. I have all the um, the synergy with the salvaging station and the, the cantrips. Yeah, yeah. Plus it untaps whenever um, a creature dies. Mm-hmm. So, for example, someone does a wrath. Okay, three triggers in a, in my stack. One card, two cards, three cards. Go. Okay. The the, the deck r- um, goes around in a lot of small synergies. 
Oh, okay. That's, so it's, yeah, that's like he said, it's inevitability. It's, it, there's inevitability in the deck, yeah. So eventually you'll come up to, like, it's just small incremental advantage yeah. all the way to the point, but to, you know, where and you And usually go off. my hand isn't that big because if I have like 14 cards in my hand. Also, you play Ensnaring Bridge, that's why you want yeah. the hand small. All the I think his deck is a little bit different from. So I think Tassigur also has inevitability. But the, the thing but is, the with con, his deck, yeah. with his deck, you know very well. It's like one when, turn when when you're gone. Yeah, it, no, it's just one turn. Like you, <laughs> yeah. There's if like you're not paying attention for. You that can tell yeah, like by his board state the like when start of the meek is out and a few other cards are out, for example, or when right. Sharoom is like. Um, not I, really. Yeah. I, I, there sometimes there sometimes. there yeah. are some like you, but he he does have some board state because he doesn't usually you don't you don't usually have like many cards in hand. Yeah, I tend to dump them all. Exactly. So you can tell when he's taking over. Whereas oh, with, like, I was yeah. realizing with Tassigur, like, no one knows that they're just gone. Like, I have all the answers in hand. Like, everyone was on one, two cards, three cards, and I was on, like, ten. Yeah, no, but the, here's the thing. Like, when you play combo, like, when you do combo off, like, with something, then, you know, it, but it's what, usually in your hand, like, the one or two cards, and then suddenly you drop and drop. and that's it. Yeah, but like, it's, it's I'm saying it's the same as, like, Tassigur also seems like you're not... Like it, it also has inevitability. Like I, I will get to a point where no one else will get to keep stuff. But you have like too many cards in hand. It's just yeah, like I, I'll just have all the answers. Whereas you, he'll just have the whole synergy for everyone to see. And then and yeah, there's for nothing you to you can stop. Yeah, for, for you to try to stop. Like yeah, that's the the difference between how you build your decks and how I build mine. Yeah, you correct. build around answers. I build around threats. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's. I true. prefer to play a threat and make you answer it. When you play a threat, I play a bigger one and make you answer mine. Yeah. Then answer it. I that's enjoy having being able to answer anything. I. I. Yeah. You put value on being the threat. I put value on. Uh, being the plus, I'm used to be the threat. Flexibility. <laughs> being the threat. <laughs> I enjoy. I enjoy having very flexible answers, and that's why I. I also play a lot of tutors in my deck. Oh yeah, okay. Which which you know you can just drop like any time. Yeah. Also, the tutors like it's the same as regrowth. They have their bad cards for people to give to you. Like, yeah. yeah, that's the, true. When, that's when true, I'm building yeah. Tassigur, I want either very good answers, like very flexible answers and cards people never want me to have in hand, uh -huh. or I get stuff that will put those cards in my hand. Oh, okay. So that's tutors and regrowth effects. Mm. I even okay. played Redundancy. Den yeah, it's called redundancy. Yeah, exactly. I even played Den Protector in my deck because it's an extra. You played Den Protector. I did. What? It's a regrowth effect. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, well, I play, play Voyager stuff and everybody. And it's a creature. It. It's a threat. Mind blown, folks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Although, yeah. I didn't play Ewit because I didn't own it. I do not. I realize the other yeah, day. I, was, I do I not gonna, own one Eternal Witness. I was gonna ask like, why? Why no Eternal Witness? I do not. And own And you one. should play like, okay, no. But Nick's Weaver is kind of under underwhelming. I don't want. Yeah, so you I don't can't want run too many of, of those effects because then you just dilute. The... Nick's Weaver exiles itself. Yeah, that's, it doesn't. That's work. one of the problem. Yeah, that's one of the problem. And also, I don't want like the only engine that I want like putting cards into my graveyard is Life from the Loam. Like I wouldn't even play Seder Wayfinder or any of that. Like the the cantrips will fill the graveyard by itself. Um, I don't think I want to mill through, like run through my deck too fast. I want to be able to control the the pace. 
Yeah. So I'll either task your activations or I'll be getting value from life from the loan. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, because I'm a bad person, <laughs> I did play the strip mine, uh, <laughs> ghost quarter. Uh, At least you don't play Crucible. Do you play the Crucible? With Same reason I don't. I didn't run Eternal Witness. Oh, oh, okay. so you have to play Crucible. I would play Crucible if I owned one. Azusa, Azusa, Crucible, and uh, strip mine. Yeah, ultimate, ultimate combo. I think the the main point we can have from this is how you build your deck depends on how you play. Because imagine it's a four-person multiplayer table, the the usual number, yeah, and probably the best. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> you have to manage the way you are going to win the game with the way people the other think, don't don't yeah. see that you are going to win the, yeah, the game. Exactly. It's politics. Yeah, it's and I think the best yeah. card you have in your hand is the other people's hands. Playing with the, the other per- person's hands and expectations is like half. Yeah, that's the, this is going back to me being targeted. Like, the, there's a huge factor, like a po- political factor in yeah. factor in a multiplayer game. Yeah, this is one of the see. reasons that led me to stop playing because people tend to not make objective decisions. Exactly. Yeah. And the reason, like, the thing is, people base their decisions within a commander game on their previous knowledge of the players, mm. and not on board states or like what deck they're playing. Oh, yeah, so this is going true. back to the conversation we've had this conversation like many times in multiplayer commander games pe- people tend to not be able to assess their role in the game yeah that's, so that was he, the... that's what he's saying like the deck you choose needs to be to adjust to the kind of player you are and the kind of play style you have mm. and then you need to adjust the, ty- the way you play within a table based on what the other people are playing as well although yeah. I have to say I have to say a lot of combo players didn't, like when I run so I run Zedru <laughs> yeah, I run I run chaos, uh, chaos Jeskai, and that's yeah. Uh, it's a, it's so a you're form of you're the exact control. opposite of like the oh, hugger. Yeah, no, I am the hugger. I give everyone cards. He's the weird hugger. Well, okay, for me, <laughs> I, like I I I considered you as uh, the guy who was hugging everyone because you had possibility storm out. And yeah. I have a bunch of cantrips. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, so I was really happy. No, but the, I, but the people the playing I mean. monsters across the table, like playing their <laughs> Vorinclexes and getting their tiny little creatures, they were not happy. <laughs> Vorinclexes into Lenoir Elves. And what? even though there was that one guy that played the zombie into Grave Titan, that like yeah, he yeah, was happy. Was like, but I was happier when I played Preordain into Treasure Cruise. <laughs> so here's the thing, like. Uh, you know, there are some yeah. Some people do understand the the roles in the game. Like when we play with um, when we play with uh, Daniel, like yeah. whenever he combos off, I'm the first to die. At the at the table, whenever the two of us play, when he combos off, I'm always the first to die, because he knows I will have the answer for whatever it was. You know, if I didn't have it, then I will have it in the next turn. And like you know, that's that's a very good way of like assessing, and that's yeah goes back yeah, to your like point. The, like the you best... know people from their yeah. previous games and from no, the but previous they assess games. based on the person. So like in yes, London, exactly. when I used to play, it, they used to kill me because I was the most ex- the more experienced player, mm. rather than me having the best deck, which I didn't have at all. Yeah, th- yeah. Same goes with. I mean, same goes with. I, I was not the biggest threat, but they were still targeting me. And for example, if I was at the table and if. Sharoom deck was at the table. Usually, what you want is like you want a, a control player, a combo player, like an aggro player, 
and, and then, uh, then like some other some other guy like a blank yeah. right so <laughs> you but there's clearly <laughs> and then the person who makes up the numbers Hi, well, guys there's clearly but this is the role right there there will be someone who has the fastest deck yeah. he'll be the aggro player yep there'll be someone who's just trying to combo uh-huh there'll be someone the who's trying to player, to yeah. manage the board or maybe two people ma- trying to manage the board right yeah so this is like the, this is the even if you're not playing that sort of deck this is the role people tend to ass- like will end up assuming yes that's true so for example when bao is playing kemba like the other guy was playing let's say kalia which is more of like a a higher top curve yeah. right deck. still creature yeah. deck but yeah but like a, so one guy has to go like there will be the control guy playing like an Esper sort of control deck. If Lila is there, for example, there will be like the combo guy playing Sharoom, for example. Mm-hmm. Like the the contr- the the aggro guy playing Kemba coming out, like he needs to know which guy to hit. Yeah, and it's not just something you you know in a vacuum. Like oh, he's the combo player, I'm gonna go after him, or he's the Kalia player, he gets out of control, I'm gonna go after him. You also need to assess what's on the board, what people are doing that game. Yeah, that's true. And so, and I think people t- tend to make decisions in a vacuum and based on past experiences. Yeah, yeah. no, I I totally agree. Like even even in my own play group, like back home in Singapore, like we know who's we know who's the one who you know can yeah. go off. But for example, if people made objective decisions based on what's happening. My deck would be insane because Tastigar like puts nothing on the table, puts everything in the graveyard and into your hand. Yeah, exactly. I just have like all the answers. Like if you threaten me, I'll stop you. But yeah, that's true. Mm. I don't. Well, but yeah, obviously, like, but but at the same time, going. But yeah, you get targeted. But a lot of the times, I've seen you getting targeted. You don't have anything. Yeah, because. Because but you people, have history, politics. you have history. But there's yeah. there's two sides of the coin, right? You need yeah, to either go politics. after you because you of the inevitability, yeah. or you don't go after you because you have more important people to get. Like clearly, every commander game, there is one player who comes out the gates faster or like assembles his synergy better. Yeah, and that's not and necessarily then. the combo player. Like I've seen many games where he's been sort of like just okay, disabled. Like I don't even have the inevitability right now because I don't have the pieces. Yeah. All the pieces just disappeared. Yeah, and and it's not usually the pieces were there. Yeah, and it's not like pieces were there before. Yeah, but it's not like (laughs) it's not like he's a top deck away from winning. But there's clearly this other guy who's like who's been left alone, and he's well, you can be, but like not not every time. And people still target you though. Yeah, Yeah, the I think the reason for my success in Commander is um, I can adapt to different board states. For example, when I'm playing against Mick. That's the, that's the hardest the chaos deck. For you, yeah. yeah, I have to play in a completely dif- different way, but I managed to adapt. Well, for but example, it's the last same. game. Oh man, that was. That I had was like, bad. I had to think like three steps ahead. But it's the same if you're playing against Kalia. You need to know what kind of pieces you need to, to take it from depends. him. For example, in a Niagara deck, the um, your plan is gonna always be kind of linear. Like you my, need, you need just to assemble it. But Kalia is in. You. Yeah, Kalia is not linear. 100% linear. You drop a big fat monster and then but you pull all the lands. If but you do that, you still win. Okay, yeah, fine, fine. That's the ultimate goal, sure. Avacyn into Armageddon. No, and you don't even need to keep your own lands. Yeah, you just like drop a drop a crazy big bomb <laughs> and then <laughs> kill the other guy like with it the, and destroy the, all the lands. The tempo difference is too big for everyone. I got Armageddon the other, the other day, like, uh, for, I think each of us had, like, 15 lands in play or Jeez. something. And Life from the Loom. No, that would have been an insane top deck. It was, like, one of the bottom cards of the deck, though. Jeez. I had in ha- I had in play Coalition Relic, 
and I had in hand uh, Black Sun Zenith uh, Deathrite Shaman. Oh, so good. <laughs> and the only card he, Vilela had in play was the uh, the angel, like his favorite angel, the one that pristine, has pristine, pristine angel. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. protection. And I, yeah. I Black Sun Zenith it, like within two turns. <laughs> Like I knew he was, it was coming because I'd seen his hand, yeah, and I knew like this was the ultimate goal: ravages of war on uh, after uh, pristine angel. He said, "Okay, this turn I'm gonna, I'm gonna wreck you, pristine angel, right. uh, ravages of war, no lands." Okay, <laughs> and I go black sun zenith, and I have the death right on the table, so like incremental advantage. But then he just top decked uh, five lands in a row, and he eventually got back on the Wrecked horse. You know, you. well, I, I, he didn't wreck me; I just saw the cards. Oh. And Tassigur cost like 22 at the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we have, for example, when we did the, the Sealed Commander tournament. Oh, the, uh, yeah, we had the... So previously we had uh, the new Commander decks and we played the Commander tournament. So yeah, I, you're referring to that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. For, for example, in those tournaments, we all started at the same place. Yeah. And we all had like 10 cards. Uh, we could change 10 cards, yeah. Yeah, for example, first game that I played had like either I win in like five turns or I die. Oh, you just died. I tried really hard. Yeah. That was really <laughs> I fun. almost did it. Then I got and then beaten you got to a pulp. Stuck at a table with like three three Freyalis players. No, two Freyalis players. And I like, think we yeah. were three. No, two, two. Two? Yeah. Uh, the first table was no, the first table wasn't three green guys and no, me. No, two, two green guys, you, and then I can't remember who. Uh, was Freyalis like the most powerful one uh, uh, most consistent yeah and it feeds off the, the other Freyalis decks so oh, when two or more sit at a table it's then just it becomes retarded. insane then in the second table I won that game because I killed you oh that was the like the big table yeah, yeah, yeah. no if you didn't kill me that turn like all of you would die like yeah. that turn instant death so I think the winning a, a commander game is Having the the perspective of the the next two turns, and, and yeah. playing with that, not yeah, only right. you seeing what the other guy is going to do or trying to predict what he's going to do, but also playing around the expectations of people. Yeah, going back to your like rule number one, like this is yeah, still, still a magic. game of magic. Yeah, uh, magic. you have to play. Well, you know, yeah. It <laughs> might be magic. <laughs> it's different because it. I will. I will. Yeah. I will concede to the point that you have you, you you have to play it like magic. Mm. Like the, the the principles are the same, you know, card advantage, man yeah. advantage. Like you're gonna hate me for saying this, but I think the level of interactions in Commander are probably the oh they're way harder. The, the, the yeah. higher skill level you yeah, have, yeah definitely not the better we'll be, we'll play Commander. Man, you can tell <laughs> you can tell like between judges. Like obviously, I'm a I'm a judge, makes a judge. Yeah. I you can tell the difference between judges, like especially like the newer ones, like the level ones. Yeah. You can tell the difference between ones that play commander and ones that and haven't, the, yeah, that have never course. seen commander. Yeah. Like especially among candidates, for example, when they're like going through the process of becoming judges. Like fourteen spell stacks. People who play commander <laughs> or have Jesus. played commander, like they're used to. Not only do they know, do they know more cards. They know the rules. They know the reason why. Certain they have. Are the they've way. seen the interactions, even if they don't oh, understand, yeah, okay. understand yeah, how true. they work exactly. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That that, to, that has to be. I had to play around something I never did the last time when I did. What, knowledge pool. Uh, yeah, uh, because the um, the grapes are how it works. 
is that when you cast and yeah, then it the goes off, into the stack. Which is why, which is why I now put in uh, the, the, <laughs> the 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 one trap. that exiles, yeah, the trap that exiles all the spells on the mind stack. break, uh, mind break trap, yeah, because because storm is the thing. I was like that. There was a demonic tutor, no, the diabolic tutor in the knowledge pool. I've tendrils people out in commander. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't scale well. It kills in French. In France, yeah. I had a guy who played. Uh, he used to play Maelstrom Wanderer, uh, Storm. Oh, man, Every time so he killed good. with Mind's Desire. Every time. Yeah, Mind's Desire <laughs> is just awesome. That's fine. Uh, Mind's Desire for his whole deck, uh, <laughs> and then swing in with Maelstrom Wanderer and all the creatures. Oh, uh, I wanted to talk about that. The um, the new rule. The tuck rule. Yeah. Uh, for example, it's that's pretty like... good for the the Wanderer deck. Yeah, you can't get rid of Wanderer. No, you can't get rid of like troublesome uh you know troublesome commanders like you can't get rid of uh it's especially good for the revy no not I just the revy was the best no, like because uh, it's the most like commander centered deck no. yeah no the, the but most... you also have like naset you also have you know yeah the, all the Voltron decks and um but for bruna Gra- uh zur geist <laughs> yeah but i think that, for yeah. example wanderer gets a, a lot of value from this new rule because you don't mind if he dies you just want oh, yeah. to cast him again and again and again and again. Yeah, that's true. Either you... You don't care whether he goes back You always want Maelstrom Wonder in the command zone, basically. Because either you pull a game-winning win- spell or you pull more ramp to play him again. So it's like how a win-win about, situation. No, how about um, Oloro? Oloro got really good I think with this new band rule. Maelstrom Wonder just became insane rule. with like crystal shard effects where you can bounce your own... Uh, no, it was already insane. Yeah, already with yeah but, but you, like now you can bounce your own Maelstrom Wanderer and put him into the command zone. No, but you can just put him re- in your re- hand and cast him. Uh, replacement effect. I think it's only when it gets exiled or tucked. Uh, no, but isn't it to hand as well? Yeah, to hand as to well. Hand, to hand to library, to hand to library, to graveyard, to exile. All can go back into the... Yeah, if it the, changes zones, right? Jesus. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh okay so let's wrap up today's episode. I I yeah. I like playing I okay, I like <laughs> playing Zedru once in a while. Uh but that's because I like to see you have to work <laughs> work for it. Yeah. You have not seen the telepathy in my deck, right? No, 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 no. All right. That's very good. I can play around it too. No, but everybody else like here's the thing like you can play around it then you play around everybody else. I I'm, just I just want to watch that happen. I'm like, really tricky. I play the the Mikasynth uh, lattice in front of like four people and no one noticed. And nobody cares. Nobody <laughs> cares. Okay, anyway, uh we wanted to talk about the prize pool, but I think we'll talk about that next week. There'll be uh, something to talk about but no next week we want to talk about something else and include you in the conversation Ineas uh, thank you <laughs> anyway um, yeah let's wrap up the episode today uh, so this has been the Power 9 Podcast remember you can find us online power9podcast.com uh, Stitcher iTunes Twitter Twitter Face place Gmail Power 9 podcast My book at Gmail The yeah. Chinese Dot Google com. Whatever it's yeah. called Google 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 <laughs> uh, Yeah uh, So we hope you enjoyed Today's episode Thank you for listening um, uh, Thank you to our two guests Ines and um, uh, Nunosa For coming Because uh, the two Nunos Have proven that they Say hi together So that people Know that you are <laughs> Different like, voices 
Hi. Hi. Yeah. Okay. So there's two different voices, not like trying to. Now you got no no in stereo. Yeah. Hi. 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 <laughs> Okay, so thank you all for listening and uh, for myself, Nuno, Nuno and Ines, we're signing off. Goodbye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Ciao.